Hey guys. Hey. Um, so as you can tell, uh, it's us girls. It's just us girls today. Yeah. Q went to Gallivant around the place. I guess, you know, because you know. it's not like we don't do this every week, but you know that You know, but he went to Gallivant, so I guess fine. I guess he gets his one. I you miss know? him, I guess. Oh, that's so sweet. I was sitting with him all week, so I don't but anyway, welcome back to another episode of Coast Switching Naturally. I'm AJ. I'm Jenny. And um, as we wrap up Women's History Month and International Women's, I say month, not just a day, um, we thought it'd be kind of a good idea since it's just the two of us to kind of talk about and discuss something that we both personally go through. Um, which is PCOS. Or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Okay, but before we get there, how are you? Eh. <laughs> eh? You know, like, it's uh, it's been a really odd uh, odd time recently where, like, I was just been, like, frustrated. First of all, so I gave up vaping, right? Oh, f- listen... I'm actually excited about that news because I finally won't get choked every time she vapes. <laughs> so like yeah. every time she vaped, I would choke. So I gave it up. I gave up vaping, which means I gave up nicotine. And so like, I've just been like angry, like just <laughs> managing anger. And that, that's really what I, that the whole week has been. It's just been, things have been frustrating me. And I have to realize that it's not necessarily the situation. It's the fact that I have, I don't have my coping mechanism. I have to find a new, healthier coping mechanism. Look at you. Yeah. I'm so proud of y'all. You and Quinta giving up the nicotine. <laughs> I'm so proud. Yes, we are. We are committing to better lifestyles. Yeah, we all are. How have you been? Tired. Mm, felt it. That was a word that was because I've been fatigued on top of everything that's been going on this week. Sure. I understand. I get it. So uh, and I was still working both jobs Mm. and I also am taking a class. So homework. Oh, and I am still editing podcast. So, uh, I edited Thursday night instead of my normal Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah. I've been sleeping. Actually, this sounds crazy, but so this brings us back to PCOS. Okay. So polycystic ovarian syndrome. It is very vast. It's similar to endometriosis, but very, very distinctly different. Yeah. Like. Well, let's let's actually like talk about what it is so that we can, so that people understand actually what it is. A lot of people think, like assume that it's just, there are cysts on your ovaries. Well, that is true. There are other factors besides just the cysts. Like some people actually don't even have a single cyst on their ovaries and still have PCOS because it is also an enlarged ovary. Yes. It also affects your pituitary gland. It's very uncomfortable. It can affect your thyroid. It can affect your heart. It can affect your 
everything really honestly everything it can it affects weight gain the hair skin there's a your skin is tougher girl so go through your list of side effects what are yours mine um chronic pain um i'm almost always got some pain in my cysts like in in the ovaries and i can tell which side left Mine too. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, what is it about that left hand side? I don't know. And but you I, can tell when she's starting to act up because you be like, hold on. Exactly. Hold I, on. I know specifically when it's a period pain and when that that is that is a cyst. Listen. Okay, go ahead. What else? Um, hair growth. Hair oh, growth. Yeah. Like, I grow hair like a like a a full beard, and I hate it so much. So much. You don't feel bad. Nah, mine is a goatee, so I can I can grow all of this right here if I wanted to. Nah, I get like the, I get like a chin strap though. No, I won't get the chin strap. <laughs> it will literally just be right here, and it's her area. I hate that, and I and I get um like a lot of people get like the like skin tissue issues where like they they scar up a lot di- like a lot more than most people. Like I get scars fast. I get scars for no reason. Mm-hmm. like wounds no for no reason and then like there's also like eczema like there's skin around my wrists are like just that is latent eczema that's just eczema that i used to have you know i used to have eczema but we're gonna get into other things that can show that there's hormonal imbalances but i've been i've been learning from my 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 nurse lady hey yes man i miss you girl <laughs> um but Okay, so what else? Um, weight, weight gain, the weight maintenance, like the body just sticks, the weight sticks to you. It's harder for you to lose weight. So like, and it's really difficult. Like it's kind of discouraging whenever I'm like, you know, going on like doing like I go to the gym or like I work out and stuff. And it's like, I will lose five pounds and I'll gain five pounds. I'll lose the five pounds and then I gain it back. I hate that so much and it's discouraging because like the same people who are doing the same stuff as me, they're getting results and mine is just like stagnosis. Like you have to literally change what you normally do because you have PCOS. Not change what you would normally do, but yours has to be vastly different. That's what it is. It's, it's, you have to tailor it to your PCOS Mm -hmm. instead of just, I can just work out a little bit more change my diet up a little bit and then like get results you can work out seven days a week and still won't give a fuck that and that that makes me so mad but yeah those are um some of my symptoms also it affects it can affect uh like depression it can um some of the hormones that are that shoot off affect with uh like the chemical imbalances it can uh mess with like depression and stuff I think a lot of yours has contributed to that. I would say so. I would think so. Because yours is elevated at certain times. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely very cyclic. Almost as if it were like a period kind of thing. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And periods. I don't... Sometimes I get them. Sometimes I don't. When was the last time you had yours? Child. (sighs) Two, three months ago sooner than mine i'm coming up on a year soon see and that's that wild (laughs) last time i had mine was june 
June June 13th maybe June 13th maybe it's in my it's in my calendar. See, and I keep up with it in the little like the little like calendar, the little apps yeah. and stuff. I don't get them though. <laughs> the apps are just like, are you okay? You pregnant? No, I ain't pregnant. Just and why is that the first thing everybody asks right, you? Like, like yeah, you, you, a pregnant? you pregnant? No, Muff- it'll be a miraculous conception of <laughs> God. No, I, it would. That's that's a wonder to me if I'm pregnant. Okay, so you ready for mine? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so. I get the acne. I have this thing called. Uh, <laughs> hold on, y'all, because this y'all have to hear this name because the the dermatologist got mad at me because I asked her to speak English. Wow. She got mad. She was so mad. She was so. I guess she felt disrespected. Is it the what H word? A hybrid hybrid. I don't know hieroglyphics. Skin. Uh, name. It's called hydrogenitis superativa. Superativa. Yes. So essentially, because for me, I'm always hot. Um, I my like a lot of my my older my older saints, they call it their personal summers. I'm always in a personal summer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm consistently hot. Like the other day, people was just like, you hot at the hospital. I was a little warm. (laughs) And everybody was like, you hot? Yeah, I'm hot. I came up out my sweater and everything. It's not, it be hot, and you know what? I I understand that because it be hot, it, and I, people don't think don't believe me, but it's hot. And internally. I get I get them everywhere. So like under my, I have one under my underarm that it it goes away while I'm when my body temperature is kind of cool, but it it acts up and then it bursts when I'm really really hot. So I get those. I get acne. Mm. All all over the place sometimes too. Um let's see, periods, what are those? Um brain fog is really big for me. Oh my god, I didn't know that brain um, fog was a, was a symptom of it. I get into that in a minute because I'm gonna tell you I'll tell you what doc my doctor taught me. Um let's see, brain fog, my weight, child please. Um <laughs> Cause everybody be like, oh, it's just it depends on what you eat. It's what you eat, y'all. I, I did an entire it. experiment. So my when I first got di- I got diagnosed at seventeen, and my doctor basically looked at me and told me I was. She looked at me and basically was like, not basically verbatim. Her words were, "You are basically a man," and I I looked at her like, "Bitch, who the fuck are you talking to?" And my mom was like, she didn't, she didn't mean anything by it, and it's okay. I was like, mm. but that sticks with you when you're going through that, something like this. There's so, so many traumatic experiences that you can have because you have PCOS. Listen, with doctors. Listen, we're gonna get there. Okay, we're jumping. <laughs> so, um, and then even though I get the symptoms every month, it's like Russian roulette of whether or not sis is going to come. Like mm. uh, a couple weeks ago, either last week, earlier this week, 
It was earlier this week. I spotted for a half a second. Really? Why? I went to the bathroom and spotted. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I guess she gonna come. No. I ain't spotted since. <laughs> I she likes had, to remind you that she's there. She's I ain't had nothing since, but that left ovary, she is working because it hurts. And I've been having, like, cramps and lower back pain. Um... Uh, let's see what else. Um, so I said my weight, I said my periods, I said the, the hair, I said, um, the skin. Now, fatigue has been a new one. And also I started getting, I started getting headaches. I forgot to mention those, the fatigue and the headaches, the headaches are unbearable. Mm -hmm. They are they're mind-blowing like i literally cannot think because of the headaches i have to have um the doctors they gave me 800 milligram prescriptions for my ibuprofen and that's really honestly what i I feel like i'm probably gonna have to start taking because like nothing helps i've tried the strongest medications on the on the counter nothing i was gonna say extra strength excedrin doesn't do anything it really don't and um, <laughs> look at a woman and tell, ask her, does she need a my doll? She gonna be like, <laughs> I don't even know why we still keep like saying my doll. Like we uh, suggest my my doll. doll ain't worked for me since I was twelve. I I don't even I have never I've never had a time when and my I got doll my period at twelve. When was your first period? You know what's wild? Mm-hmm. I had my first period at like, oh, you want to hear a terrible story about my first period? Oh, I Lord. was twelve years old. And I was in the gym. Now, our gym had everybody in your grade in the same room. Oh, no. So they were like, there's like this part of the program, like the first like first 10 minutes of uh, the, the gym period, you guys like are warming up. So they had like my line or whatever, like my group do a lap around around the whole the whole thing. The whole gym. The whole gym. I said, like a part of a warm up. I didn't know that I was bleeding out. So I just did this whole lap around the whole thing. And I, after I was done, this kid behind me was like, there's blood everywhere. And I said, what? The whole gym saw me have my first period. <gasps> oh, no. And because my last name is Anderson, I'm in the front. In front and center. Oh, poor thing. And that was my first period. And you know what sucks about it? She showed up. My period showed up and showed her ass and then stopped showing up for three years. Three years? Yes. Okay. Well, so this is where... Okay, so here's the thing with PCOS, right? Because there's not a lot that doctors can do about it, their favorite thing to do is either put you on birth control or give you metformin or both. Oh, metformin. Oh, my God. I hate metformin. But here's the problem. Metformin is made for people with diabetes. It is. Not women with PCOS. And also, you shouldn't put a woman on metformin without knowing if they have insulin resistance. That is something that some women do have where they're resistant to Mm -hmm. insulin, so they do need metformin. However, not every woman with PCOS needs that. 
So when they gave it to me, I was literally getting sick. I was getting so sick off of metformin. And I shouldn't have been taking it. I was taking such a high dose of it, too. Child, they kept lowering it, upping it, taking it extra, the the, the extended release. Yes. Uh, they kept giving me different versions. I was like, I'm not taking that. It's making me sick. At first, she was like, just take some gas X. Gas X is not going to help. This is making me sick, hope. Leave me alone. I don't understand. And then, like, on top of, on top of taking the metformin, you're also taking the birth control, which is also, because I was, like, so young, I was taking birth control at, like, 12, 13 years old. It, both of them were fucking me up. Honestly, I kind of blame that period of time for like my health issues because my doctors were basically just performing experiments on my body. There's for no sure. cause to PCOS. There's none. And there is no cure. Correct. So there's just maintaining the symptoms. So that's what I was going to say. Excuse me. So for me... I wasn't getting the period every month. So my first period, my very first period I got spring of my seventh grade year. So I was like 11 or 12. I didn't get it the next month, but I got it the month after. Mm -hmm. So I would get it every other month or every two months. Like it kind of flip flopped on its own. So I was on some semblance of like reg regularity or something like that. And then, because um, at first my mom was against birth control because she was like, I'm not supporting my child having sex. That's what her mind went. Mm. And I was like, sis, my brain is not on having children. <laughs> my Because, and even then, my mom didn't believe me when I would tell her I wanted to stay home because my cramps were so unbearable. And I was sick or I had a really bad headache. And she was just like, for whatever reason, because I was a drama queen as a kid, my mom thought like my drama queen extended to me being sick. Oh, we got me too. And so a lot of times I would tell her something. So this goes along with that. So I was talking to my nurse and also my doctor. My doctor specializes in hormonal imbalance and PCOS and stuff like that. So he tries different ways to kind of regulate it. But for me, because my symptoms are so rare and random, like a lot of things that have been happening to me, it's just not working. Yeah. So um, he taught me that dopamine versus serotonin. Mm -hmm. So dopamine is the activated uh, chemical in our body that gets our adrenaline going and that, right. that gets our body going. Serotonin does the opposite. It's a relaxer. Serotonin is also a part of our progesterone. Yeah. Which you have to have an even balance of so that your estrogen and testosterone can balance themselves. Without progesterone, you're doing absolutely shit if you're giving yourself more estrogen and more testosterone. Mm -hmm. So I'm progesterone deficient, mm. which means I am serotonin deficient. Yeah. Which means my body is always worked up or working up with something. Also, PCOS can affect blood pressure as well. Mm -hmm. And recently, I have had some issues with my blood pressure. So last year, funny story, story time. <laughs> I remember this. What had happened was... Um, you I had almost... <laughs> I did. I fucked myself up real bad and I almost... I almost 
I almost ended up in the hospital. But it wasn't like on purpose or nothing. It was what had happened was um, I I also learned that I have sinuses and allergies. Like I already knew I had sinus issues, but I did not have allergy problems. Right. That were like, oh shit, I don't feel good mm-hmm. until recently. So I was going through like allergies as well as pain in my body because my period was coming. So I was alternating between Sudafed and Excedrin, extra strength. Right. Not knowing that too much Sudafed, like it would be. I would take Sudafed in the morning, extra strength Excedrin by the afternoon, and I go to bed with Sudafed. And you shouldn't have. And you shouldn't have. Y'all, I, I, and I was also coming off of birth control. That's a bad mix, in case y'all didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was a terrible mix. Um, so my doctor was like, um, sweetheart, your body has been through enough hormones. And he was like, and if I put you on a blood pressure medicine, it's going to affect you later when you're ready to try and have mm-hmm. children or when you're trying to wing yourself off of it with your hormones, it's going to affect you even more. So he gave me a difficult enough task with PCOS to try and have kids. So you can and also outside of that, you can't give women with PCOS Every medication that you would give someone without PCOS because your our hormones are already out of balance. And if you give us a certain type of medication, it's going to affect us worse, not better. I went to I've okay. I've been to I've been to a primary care doctor. I've been to a dermatologist. I have been to multiple OBGYNs. I have been to and I've been to an endocrinologist all to end up back at my primary care doctor and still struggle to just get a period every other month. And, and that that's sounds, because that sounds like what I went through when I was uh when I was in like middle school, high school. So basically the I had an endocrinologist, I had the dermatologist, I had OB two OBGYNs try to figure this shit out. And I had my primary care doctors. None of them could actually make it regulate. The point where I was not having a period for years on end. And then So, and just to say, like, from my own experience, when you put a woman on birth control, it prolongs the process to regulate anything, for me at least. Yeah. Because the more they put me on birth control, the more my period went away. And so, even to the point my doctor, my primary care doctor tried to give me a progesterone capsule. It was a compound where it was like, giving me more progesterone Mm -hmm. however it worked up until june and i was supposed to take it between days 10 and 24 the problem is mine is so uncharted territories day 10 to 24 could look different every month right so they were like well go by your calendar but then when i went by my calendar i got my period halfway through the dosage And I was like, so am I supposed to keep taking it or what? And they were like, keep taking it and see and like keep it on a schedule. So I was have I was having to like count 
like on my calendar day 10 to 24 now mind you there's a four-day gap before it's 28 our cycle is 28 days 28 days not the oh a girl bleeds for four that's the end of the cycle yeah not the beginning or not the cycle that's not the only part of the cycle the cycle is 28 days you ovulate for some of those the ovulation is how you get to the bleeding the mm-hmm. ovulation is building the wall and fertilizing the egg so you can get pregnant so if you don't get pregnant then you bleed right so it's actually 28 freaking days of a process i feel like i think and this is weird and this is why i love that women's bodies are so different and we learn so much about women's bodies i feel like i do go through the cycle every month i just don't bleed every month i can understand that yeah because i i can feel when i ovulate Mm. you can feel that shit that is not comfortable I feel like you it, it you probably a lot of women probably do re, don't realize it but they do feel it. And also you can feel it because your hormones start race. You ever just wake up one day and just be horny as hell? That might be because <laughs> for like a whole like but then it's and then it's like a whole week though. Yeah. Cuz I think ovulation lasts can last between 4 to 7 days. If more if not more Let me look at my calendar, shall we? My God. Oh, listen, I'm not just I'm not just gonna be speaking out the crack of my head. You know that. <laughs> <clears throat> so ovulation, ovulation. It's you ovulate for like one day, but you're fertile for like a week. Right, yeah. So And that's when like your hormones are starting to get out of balance out of well, not even out of balance. It's just it's elevated ready. it's elevated so that's around the time period where you're like hey let's make a baby hey let's let's practice that <laughs> let's do the things so like like estimated fer- fertility window so you can get pregnant on any of those days and then your ovulation day is the day they're they're like hey this is probably the best day to make a baby. If you want to make a baby, do the thing. Do it now. Do it now. So this month, oh, that makes, nope, that doesn't make sense. Because currently, currently, this week, I want to make a baby. <laughs> Actually, no, the last couple of days. Like Friday. It could, it could be. That spotting day was a Friday. It was the 18th. Oh, look at that. See? It was, I, I put it on my calendar. It's making sense. It's lining up. So my fertility window starts March 29th. That's Tuesday. And it's supposed to go until the 4th of April. My ovulation day would be April 3rd. So luckily for me, I'm not in front of no menses where I'm going to have to worry about possibly making a child. Excellent. <laughs> but I do feel my ovaries working overtime. Currently, it hurts. I can usually tell that, like, the difference between, like, like I said, the difference between, like, my PCOS just forming a cyst or burst, a cyst bursting. Now, I've, I have heard that cysts bursting are a lot more painful than we expect. Cyst bursting? It is, I had to take, I literally was, like, in the middle of my job. 
I took off the rest of the day and I just sat in my bed in like in like a crunched up position. It was so bad. It they was had so a scene bad. about that in Harlem. That show Harlem on Prime. Uh, yeah, I love that. She had to actually be hospitalized because she had her cyst burst, and they and had it can't to like be that serious. And they basically was like, uh, they wanted her to have a hysterectomy. I think I had a doctor that uh, suggested that I have a hysterectomy after college. Um, when I like right before I left for college, here's here's my thought process. Because then, when you have a hysterectomy, you have to get your permission from your husband or spouse before you can do it. I'm sorry, this motherfucker ain't gotta have nobody shoving nothing up their cervix to see what's going on in their body. <laughs> what the fuck I care about him trying to tell me if I can can I have a hysterectomy? I don't care if. I, me, need a hysterectomy. I'm going to have it. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> You're not going to tell me I have to have permission from a spouse. I'm going to talk it over with them. I'm going to tell them, hey, yo, this was going on. This is what they're saying is the best idea. I do want to get a second opinion. However, if they say we got to do it, I'm doing it. If that's what it's got to be. That's out of control. But currently, I haven't had any like bad, bad headaches, but my body, like all my, all my limbs hurt. Like my limbs hurt. Um, I'm getting like bloated. Are you feeling my the body feel, too? I've been sleeping. Listen, so Sunday was the stuff with Quentin. Um, so I was up to like three, four. I took a nap. Mm-hmm. I got up. I went to see him at seven. I got off, went to see him. I took a nap. I got up. I worked. I went back to sleep around 10. I slept until my alarm went off. Mm-hmm. But then I was still sleepy. And then I got up, went to work. Came back to see Quentin. Slept then. I got there around like 2 o'clock. I fell asleep by 3. 2.30. Then I got up. Around like 4, 4.30. 4.30 something. Because that's when the doctor came in. And then I went home. I went home. I was home around 5.15. I slept for an hour. Got up, went to work. I went back to sleep. I feel like uh, the fatigue for me has gotten a lot worse since, like, I want to say, honestly, since, like, December. Mm -hmm. The fatigue has been kicking my ass. Like, I am so tired Mm -hmm. all the time. And, you know, what's interesting, since we are having this conversation, I actually, like, I was on the phone, um... I was on the phone with, uh, with, I was on the phone with my boyfriend and I was like, I just, I was just really getting fed up because on top of being extremely tired, my ovaries, there was cyst formings, like forming on my ovaries. And also I was just having a really bad, like self image day. So sometimes I think I would suggest you get an ultrasound. I had one. I've had, I've had ultrasounds. 
When was the last one you had? Last ultrasound I had was probably like, I'll be honest, probably like two years ago. Okay. So I hadn't had one since I was 18, 19. And I I requested that they give me another one Mm -hmm. because it had been over 10 years. Yeah. Like they were like, well, they don't really. No, 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 no. I need to know. Yeah. Because I did have like a bigger one. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't there. They were like, you know, it kind of it looks normal except for like the little because I have little like little cysts all over my ovaries. Yeah. But it's it's not that they're growing more. It's just. They're they're there. So like sometimes you have a flare up or sometimes the ovary gets bigger and then the cyst put pressure on it. And I think that might be what's probably is happening is for me, it's not because after I had like the cyst, I had that one issue where the cyst burst. Yeah, that shit hurts. After that point, the this my symptoms started feeling different Mm -hmm. for me. Um, like uh, during the time where like I was having my cyst burst like a few Mm -hmm. months ago, I almost had like almost like it was almost like flu like symptoms. Honestly, we're like. I had the the excessive fatigue. Mm-hmm. My I felt like I had zero energy, and on top of that, it felt like my bones just hurt. They hurt everywhere. Cause right now, this sitting here hurts. Like yeah, all of all of my my if body. If I sit in one pos- like sitting at work is the worst because it just every all of my bones just are not comfortable. It just it's like just not sitting, comfortable for sitting me. straight up hurts, and then when I finally relax, all of this is gonna hurt. Like it's just currently, it just does not feel good, which is why I haven't been to the chiropractor because it's going to hurt me. It's not gonna. It's not gonna help. make me feel good. So and a lot of people keep telling me it's gonna make me feel great. I don't know. I don't think about. It. I don't think no, so. No, no, no. <laughs> if you're if you're going through your symptoms right now, do not go. If you're going right now, do not go. But when you're not. I highly suggest a chiropractor to anybody, but especially a woman with PCOS because of the fact that your body does go through the multiple, like, strenuousness Mm -hmm. of hormones. But we can sit here all day and talk about this and talk about how different it is, but how similar it is for us to go through these different things. Um... But if you want more information about PCOS and like more statistics or more things surrounding that, you know, Google is your friend. Um, if these symptoms sound like things that you might be going through, you should talk to your doctor. Please. We are not doctors. We just know what we go through and um, mm-hmm. we know what we experience. And I know that for me, I am one of the rarities of people that, you know, simple, simple slaps the band-aids on it don't work for me and Mm -hmm. after a while my body be like haha you thought you had a friend and you gotta start (laughs) over so um you know just talk to your doctor and speak up if they tell you something and it don't seem like it's working for you or it doesn't feel like that's something that you really want to be into tell them no that's not what i want i this is what i'm feeling this hurts um especially as black women please please lord please speak up because we know what we feel and we know what we go through. And unfortunately the medical profession does not see us as people who really experience pain. So (laughs) that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But, um, 
It's time, isn't it? Yeah. It's time for music of the week. Music of the week. Hey, hey. Music of the week. Woo. Music of the week. Hey, hey. Hey, Okay, so we were talking about this in the car. I know what I said my music of the week was going to be, but I lied. It's okay. going to be it's going to be a different okay. song. So I am absolutely like in love with Jamie Foxx. That is a talented man. I will give him that. He was the very first concert I have ever been to. Really? Yes. Me and my mom went. He came to Jacksonville. And when I tell you that man is underrated. It was like I was in so much like awe of like the type of caliber and the type his mic was on. OK, <laughs> the mic was on the entire time. But he was also he also took a lot of like acting and comedy and mm-hmm. put it all into his show. And it didn't feel. And first of all, I was like 15, 16 when I went. Me and my mom, that was my first concert I ever went to. And I had never been, and I still haven't really been to another. Have I been to a concert since then? I've been to a couple gospel concerts since then. But, like, I haven't been to a lot of R&B artists. Yeah. But he's been my, he was my number one and only. And my favorite song um, that he did. From the concert... It was overdose, but for music of the week, it was heaven. That's a good one. I think the I song he remember wrote, that one. The song he wrote about his daughter. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. Oh no, I'm thinking about wish you were here. That was about his grandmother. But um, no, heaven is. I've heard him do it live. I've heard him sing it live. It sounds just like the recording, but it sounds so much better. But um, yeah, Jamie Fox. He's an entertainer for real. He is. Um, My song of the week was, uh, we were listening to it in the car. It's Lay Your Head on My Pillow by Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, I thought it was Tony, Tone, (laughs) Tone. You know what? As a culture, we have messed up that name so many times. I have heard so many variations of Tony, Tony, I've heard Tony, Tony, Tony. You know. But, okay, so for me, I can understand that because my middle name, the E. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. But not, that ain't it. it. That's not, it's still not, it's not correct for Tony, Tony, Tony. Correct. But like, I feel I, that song, that, that's, that, that's a real that's groovy a, song. That's a whole groovy song. That's a, I'm going to the skating rink with Listen. my little drink in my hand and doing my little cute little two-step with my skate it's on. So, it's so good to, to the soul. Really, mm-hmm. it feels so good. Yes. I love that song. It is. But, okay, y'all. So, Thank you for listening to another episode of Code Switching Naturally. Uh, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, listen, I don't know if you made it this far. I need you to comment. What should they comment? Um, I mean, it's, it's Women's History Month. Yeah, comment your favorite lady. Tell us your favorite lady. Tell her about no, no, no. Here's the word. Here's the word. Tag, do hashtag, and it's going to be right here. It's going to be right here. Hashtag womanhood in the comments. 
if you've made it this far and then share it with somebody. We need you to share it. Okay, and if you're listening to us via Spotify or Apple or Stitcher or wherever your streaming platforms may be, send a comment or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CodeSwitchPod. Remember, we got a Twitter now, y'all. It's CodeSwitchPod? It's Code Switching Pod. Code Switching Pod. I said it right the first time, didn't I? I think you did. I don't know. It'll be in the description. It'll be in the description, but, and it'll also be right here. Um... Excuse me, but make sure y'all share it with somebody because what what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) We love y'all and we love that y'all listening. But Um, we want more of y'all. But we also want y'all to... We have enough love to keep giving it and we want to keep giving it. And we we want y'all to participate. So make sure y'all leave a comment. Go to our Instagram or our Twitter and do hashtag womanhood. Yes. That's how we know if you made it this far. All right. Until next time, um, stay black, stay beautiful, stay hungry, stay humble. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.